0: Hey everybody it's your girl Claudia Jordan tonight we are back with another episode of Tgif when I tell you I look forward to this show from like the moment we finish on Friday to the following Friday like I tell you no Lies. we are here to spill the tea talk about social media all the things that's trending on the the hot topics the news and get into each other's business a little bit because that's to me that's a fun part of the show so let me introduce my fabulous co-host we have al reynolds brand strategist and a sexy male model underwear model uh, al reynolds yes yes (laughs) (laughs) what's up claudia Hey Al, and multimedia personality, talk show host, and also making a run in the naked male model space.
1: With
0: all <laughs> on We've got Funky Dineva, aka Q. What's up, Q? Hey,
2: what's going on, Claudia? What's going on, Al? Happy Friday, guys. What's up, Q? <laughs> Ain't nothing over here drinking on this vodka, Hawaiian punch, real ghetto light, feeling real uh-oh. good. Ready <laughs> to get it started for the weekend. Uh oh, uh oh.
0: Listen, people talk shit about a red cup. I'm here for a red cup, though. I really am.
2: A red cup is the only way you're supposed to drink liquor.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: well, I, well, is it bad that I poured some cheap ass Sutter Home uh, Muscat, I, into a, a classy glass? <laughs> like a like, like $9 bottle of wine.
2: <laughs> that gas station wine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that Revco ride. That, that CVS wine. Yes.
0: Uh, uh, what you drinking on
1: Al? Oh man, I I could not get any alcohol, so I'm just having coffee. What? I'm upset too about it. Yeah.
2: So let's see what he gives tonight on his coffee because <laughs> giving that BS when he be on his liquor. Let's see if he
0: we get to really see because he um a lot of times when he's long winded, he, he says, "Oh, it's because I was drunk. It was because I was drunk." But I, I listen. I've been with Al Reynolds drunk. Our whole friendship was based on drunk Al Reynolds. <laughs> I asked him to be on this show because of drunk Al Reynolds. Then he came on this show, and I don't know. So we're going to find out what the real you is. the real you the drunk Al or the sober Al?
1: Oh, we're about to see. Bring it.
2: <laughs>
0: All right. Well, uh, without uh, What? What's up? I was going to say something. Okay, without any uh, further ado, let's get into some hot topics because the people have been waiting for this all week. Let me put these glasses on. Uh, On Tuesday, uh, golf legend Tiger Woods, you know, he got involved in that car accident. Uh, According to authorities, his car rolled over and he uh, was left with uh, shattered legs and uh, rescuers had to use the jaws of life and an axe, I believe, to break through the windshield to get him out of the car. Uh, According to reports, he has no memory of the wreck. And they're saying uh, it's purely an accident. We want to send prayers and our thoughts and prayers to to Tiger Woods. Do you think it's a wrap for his uh, golf career? You think he'll be back from this? And what do you think about this? He don't have good luck in cars, does he?
2: Well, look, I don't know nothing about no damn golf, but I think this was the universe shaking his ass up to let him know that he is not Asian, but he is black. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and I think, I think that was karma that flipped that damn car over to shake some sense into his ass. Negro, you are not Asian. Where I come from you is black. Okay?
1: Al <laughs> <laughs> um, So you know what, this is not the first time we've had a, a car accident or a situation with t- with Tiger. This is not the second time. This is actually the third, maybe the fourth time. I'm going to say this. He needs to hire a driver. No more driving for Tiger Woods. You are rich enough to do it. Everybody else with that type of money has drivers. I think he
2: should invest in having a personal driver. No y'all more driving he, for Tiger Woods. Y'all think he got the
0: narcolepsy? <laughs> <laughs> You know what remember a, a, a couple of years back he had another incident in a car where he said he had some pain medicine for some
1: Right it was like oh. it was a combination between pain medicine and uh, Ambien wasn't it remember he w- he
2: was in that quote Ambien fog or oh, he was on that narcotic <laughs> <laughs> Ambien I told you narcolepsy his ass is falling asleep to the damn wheel. That's what's going on. Because how is you over here steady flipping over these people cars? And I know your insurance is high as hell. Because I got one damn speeder ticket, and I'm paying $333 a month on a Honda Civic. So I know his insurance high as hell. You don't flip the whole truck over into the damn forest. Okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I... <laughs> So people complain when I tell stories because I've run into a lot of these people or I have a friend that may know. And I be wanting to tell stories, but then they be like, you got a story for everything. And they do be
2: beating you up in the comments about (laughs) your story.
1: (laughs) Let's hear You got a tiger story?
2: Is it
0: hot? It's kind of nasty.
1: Yes, give it all. Let us hear it. Let us hear it. What do you do?
0: Allegedly, this guy that I know, that Uh is a dog buddy of his, when he was, oh, it's really nasty. Nasty. i like nasty okay um uh, this is definitely gonna get on the vlog Billy
1: <laughs> okay. as well you hear it now
0: hold on hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> that's your Feel truth it.
1: sarah that's your truth sarah
0: let's say okay he was there was this girl that his little nickname for her was his little coffee cup and she mm. thought it was really cute and the meaning why he called her his little coffee cup
2: he used to fill her up with cream
0: kind of um just just things were like looked like a coffee cup like the, as big as a coffee cup at some point so that's all i can really say about that allegedly that was I same. really
1: don't understand what you're saying like what what <laughs> that's not nasty what oh, what's yeah. what's the size of a coffee cup he's the size of a coffee cup no she's the size of oh, a coffee cup oh she was
2: the front or the back the back Ooh, good God!
0: Okay, let's move on. Uh, movie. I didn't get it. I didn't
2: get it. break segment, it down, please. This segment is sponsored by Preparation.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> and <laughs> <Perfect. and laughs> now, this could have been one of his friends is talking shit because he's a huge star, so he wanted to, just, you know. So allegedly, 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 allegedly. And that was
1: a secondhand story. But can you tell me what it means? Because I'm still I still I her didn't get booty it.
2: hole was the size of a coffee cup, the circumference. Her geometry was off. It was all wrong. She had an isophony <laughs> triangle, an elliptical, a <laughs> little, a <laughs> octagon, <to> a, <laughs> <God>, a circle. <laughs> <laughs> her math was off. <laughs> <laughs> We're going straight to hell.
1: Yeah, her
2: her name was Sharon, but we called the Grand King.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And if he's watching and he called you his little coffee cup, it was you. (laughs) (laughs) We got some comments in the YouTube uh, chat. Okay, um, Angela says, I like your outfit funky. Uh, Charlotte, we love your hair. Oh, is that to me? Okay, Nina, uh, he sure does need a driver. And uh, Tony said, "I was wondering he was running from if he was one, running from another jump off's house." And uh, CM says I the agents are terrible at driving.
2: <laughs>
0: the views our <especially> views <laughs> are not ours, but whenever I do get caught up, I do look over and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "Some stereotypes I are based on truth." Okay, former President Barack Obama did a new podcast. I don't know if y'all heard about it with rocker Bruce Springsteen and he revealed that you know he broke a childhood friend's nose for making a racial slur at him. He recalled the moment and he said, when I was in school, I had a friend, we played basketball. That's my Barack Obama. We played basketball together and one time we got into a fight and he called me a, a coon." Then he added, I remember I popped him in the face and broke his nose. It was just reactive. I said, what? And I popped him. Can you imagine Barack Obama? I, I see Barack Obama with hands. I see Barack Obama as biting his tongue for the for the eight years he was in office. And I, I definitely see he got, I think he got that fire. I do. Mm. Yeah.
1: I don't, I, I have such mixed emotions around this because I wanna know, why is he just now talking about race relations? Like he had eight years to do race relations in his presidency and I didn't feel like there was a lot done in that space. So it's kind of weird that he's talking about it now in this podcast and then the whole pop him and coon i i don't know this just just felt awkward to me to read that and the fact that the podcast is with um what's his name bruce that all of that was just all of that was just like a combination of just awkward to me
2: you know to your point, I found it a little odd that he and Michelle had got a production deal with Netflix and, and they now got this deal with Spotify producing content. Because as far as I'm concerned, like y'all are historically have not been content creators. Right. And I was just very curious to know what in the Shonda Rhimes hell him and Michelle plan to do from a production perspective. But to your point out, know, in terms of him not talking about race relations when he was the president, do you not think that the deck was stacked against him and that because he was black and people were going to have this expectation that he was going to come in there and be the black people's president, mm-hmm. that he kind of had to, to to shy away from some of that stuff to keep the door open for the next black person that was going to come into office to keep from upsetting them, people saying, look, 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 he's only catering to the black people. Um, I, I think he was in a lose-lose situation and he did the best well, he can with what he I- had.
1: I think, I think that, you know, there is some some logic around what you're saying, but I think we got to also understand that he had two terms. So the first term, I can see you skating around it, playing nice in the White House as it relates to race relations or as it relates to being an African-American, the first African-American president. But your second term, you're basically a dead duck. That's your time to do, go rogue, like make billionaires, make millionaires, make your make african americans wealthier or it you know close the wealth gap in my mind as the president one of the most powerful people in the world my expectation was to see more of that and i didn't see any in my opinion
0: i just don't know what magic wand that people thought that this man could do half the people say the president is just a figurehead and it's really congress or the powers that be the other powers that be okay ahead of congress that we know that we don't really speak of right and then it's like you know, yeah, I, I, I feel you. It would be nice to let him, just. we wish we could see him while out the second term. But you got to also remember, um, you guys, Barack Obama had the, the highest number of death threats to himself and his family than any other president in history. And and if we need any reminder that presidents can be touched, they can. You know, mm-hmm. um, I mean, look at the, we've had assassinations for white presidents. And I, I feel like, he, uh, to, like, Death to,
1: threats uh, don't uh, stop you from creating policy and economic empowerment to in a in a population. I understand how, that. How, probably, do know, how do we know I, that? I, I pro- just because, like you, you how is policy going to force get somebody killed? Like, a no, policy no. that's
0: pro black is going to be what mm-hmm. perceived as anti white by the people that don't that are critics of his. Though you now, know. How,
1: I'm just saying there's there's a lot that we can talk about in this space we should probably go to the next talk topic, but I just feel like for me, I wish that there was more done in that space, as it relates to shrinking the wealth gap between the majority and African American. And he had an opportunity to be a little bit more participatory in doing that and I felt like we fell short and it's okay to criticize I mean that's just my opinion.
2: It's okay. well, as it relates to this story, though, I am glad to see when we get moments from him and Michelle when they were human, just like me. And right, you. right, you know, right. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, wow. I mean, who hasn't gotten a, into a fight in grade school or high school? Right, or whatever right. may be? And him and Michelle are held as the pillars of just like class. Right. And, excellence. and it's just glad, you know, it makes me feel good that my forever president is down and and he
0: got into a, a fight of
1: <laughs> for sure, for right, sure. Right, he's like me right
0: and he won so young that he had to like quickly grow up extra right like he couldn't really tell any of this stuff before and after that they got out of the white house the amount of success that michelle and barack michelle's book tour and all of that mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. so it makes sense why they would get a deal like that because they're cash house they
2: gonna Where generate- the money reside, baby. Where the money reside. I'm just curious to know what type of content and stuff that they will be producing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess this with him and Bruce Springsteen is a glimpse into what it is they'll be doing.
1: So, am I the only one that feels like why couldn't he produce it with another African American male? Why I Bruce? Think,
0: no, I think he was on Bruce's podcast. I don't think it was his own podcast. No, it's their
1: part. It's their it's podcast. Isn't it? it's, it's their podcast that they have together. They have a series.
2: Um, do you think, though, possible to reach a broader audience? Yeah. OK. And and the juxtaposition between classy based president and rocker Bruce Springsteen, two people who on the surface you would
0: think have absolutely nothing in common. Mm-hmm. yeah let's not act like he didn't hang with and socialize and invite a lot of black people to the white house like i'm not gonna let you do that like we, he, he
1: he i never said that what are you talking about i never said that i just like, asked well, in this particular instance
0: know, Al, but you're saying like well wouldn't it be nice if he was with a black person like like he doesn't do that like he he's not one that doesn't reach out you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i just don't want that to be clipped as he's being like even perceived to be in that space right. that's the mm-hmm. book Stacey dash bullshit. We're going to take a quick break and get into some more some more hot topics when we come back. We'll be back with more TGIF. We're back with TGIF. So, for the first time in the show's history, Al Reynolds is coming to over because <laughs> he couldn't get any alcohol myself I'm on my mind. Look at how is this a big glass of wine? That's a big
2: glass. A big, wine. That wine. that's that a my cheap husband, wine. That's that my husband left me and took all my <laughs> glass. That's that drown my sorrows glass. That's that college wine. And I'm over here in the hood drinking Tito's with Hawaiian Punch in a red cup, just real ghetto like. I'm feeling the real boys in the hood like, hits the hat to the back, and wear well, my pants down real low. Hey, <laughs> I was going to
0: be real gangbanger until you busted out in song. <laughs>
2: All
0: right. so look, uh, we got to cover this story. Um, it's about Kenya Moore, Real Housewives of Atlanta. The ladies had a whole night, you know, for Cynthia Bailey's uh, uh, bachelorette party, which we were all at the wedding. A male exotic dancer named Bolo came to uh, help celebrate, and Portia requested the cameras be turned off. While the girls had some private fun with Bolo, the next day Kenya did her best to shame them and, uh, and said that the ladies allegedly had a threesome with uh, Bolo um what do y'all think about this and is it a violation of girl code or is this just what it is because they're on a reality show what do y'all think
2: so you know what this is a gross violation of girl code and let me clear something up right because i covered this on my youtube channel and a lot of the fans are like you know well look uh if kenya didn't do that the show would be boring y'all keep forgetting this is reality tv She's supposed to be doing that she just doing her job no 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 These people are supposed to be living their real life as they would pretending that the cameras are not there. For all we are concerned, they are operating in real time in the real world. What Kenya did was trifling as hell. Okay, it was cute the first time she brought it up and was like, child, I heard some noises or whatever, day one. (laughs) Then day two, she brought it back down the stairs in there just bringing it up again holding court then later on that night you brought it up again now i said this before and i'm gonna say it again it is not kenya moore's job to protect anybody's relationship right and i'm talking about tanya sam and paul it's not her job to protect tanya's relationship it's tanya's job to protect her relationship however as a decent human being if your girl crept off in the closet with the scripper and you know she got a man, girl, you're supposed to keep your mouth closed. Like, why would you want to tell up that lady happy home or break up her apartment? Why would you want to do that? <laughs> Just trifling. And you notice that Marlo heard the same thing and did not say nothing. She didn't say nothing about it. People have speculated Kenya is miserable in her own relationship and she wants everybody else relationship to be miserable too listen i'm all about the tea i'm all about the gossip and when i get drunk i can get very messy however ain't nobody out here got time to be trying to destroy people's lives and mess them up like this i just don't understand why she has such a vested interest in who was in there with the stripper when at the end of the day girl you know who was in there with the stripper talking about f this p-u-s-s-y you know who was in there you know what they was in there doing
0: Al, I'll say my perspective last. Al, what you got? Oh,
1: I I really don't have a perspective on this. I actually wanted to hear what you had to say because you've actually worked with Kenya. Kenya, to me, is one of the characters on that franchise that has always confused me. Like, I always feel like she's staring up, you know, drama, like, almost like an Omarosa, in a sense. But a lot of people, you know, like her and and a lot of people like working with her. So I have actually wanted your input or your insight on this, like, because you've actually worked with her when you filmed Real Housewives of Atlanta.
0: I'm friends. We're friends. I don't talk to her often, but we're cool. Um, here's my question, and I guess Al, you don't really watch the show, but to Q, do you think if Kenya had gone off and with and messed with one of the strippers, would they have saved her, or would they have dragged her through the mud? You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do believe that's a violation girl code. If those are your friends, those girls hate her. They yeah. hate her. So when once you know they hate you, you like all bets are off. In real life, though, if me and her hung out and I, fucked, if I messed around and you ran your mouth, then we're going to be fighting for real, for real, right? Because I would have your back. But if you're not my friend and I do something around you, guess what? I should expect you to drag me, especially for filth on a reality show where, you know what I mean? They don't like, they hate her. They make it very clear, Right? Mm-hmm. And, that's a point,
2: and that, that, that is a very valid point that I did see a lot of people on social media say they were like, you know, on the flip side of things, if it was Kenya, they would have been running around making it fodder for the blogs too. And I have to agree that they would. But, you know, Kenya makes it hard for people to like her. Mm-hmm. And the thing that confuses me about Kenya is that I can't decipher if she's such a genius that she's doing this, as a reality star, right, right, right. Or if this is who she is, it really is. That's as a person. And if this is who she is as a person, she's a sick individual. Because mm. I don't understand anybody who would take joy or who could sleep easy at night in the midst of a bunch of chaos and drama perpetually. Kenya is always in a perpetual space of negativity. She don't mm. have no friends. She 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 she
1: can't keep a man.
0: That's not true, you guys.
1: No, she
0: does have friends. Doesn't
1: she just get a divorce.
0: So what? I've gotten a divorce. You've gotten a divorce. A lot of people got a divorce. That don't mean we can't keep somebody. That means it didn't work out with that mother. <laughs> he was mean. Have you seen how he was on the show? I was at the baby shower. He was nice that day. Okay, and I know people are gonna say I-, I don't defend everything she does because I've had a- we've mm-hmm. had our conversations about things that I think. But to your point, Q, I don't think that is her real self. I think she mm, is very. She's working. I think she's working. I think okay. she came on the show first season. We said hang tough when she first did the show, right? I remember we were on a Vegas trip. We did a road trip to Vegas, and we talked about this show that might happen. And I think she went on with good intentions, but it just it it. Well, you know how it is on reality TV. When they decide you're the villain, you're the villain. So you either. Me, I made, the mistake of, I made the mistake of, no, I'm not like that. If I would have just ran with it, I would have been huge, right? I would have been bigger. But when you try to, I think she saw that early and was like, F it. If I'm going to be the bad guy, I'm going to be the best. And she's very smart. Kenya is smart. And in real life, she's friends of myself, Tracy Edmonds, Brandon. There's a lot of us that have been friends with her for like 10, 20 years. And I wouldn't rock with someone that would be like, and maybe I don't have a negative opinion of her because I don't really watch Atlanta Housewives. I did the show, I watched about a year and a half before I got on it, and two episodes since I left. So, like, I guess I'm not as, like, I don't see the the, 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 the evilness from the yeah, show. Yeah,
1: maybe you should watch the show more.
0: Well, well, no, because I don't, I feel like that's, I mean, these people... Oh, are, you
1: mean, you feel like that's just a character?
0: Yeah, I feel like it's Hold a on. character. Just like Amarosa, like, I used to be friends with her, and I, but I don't rock with her in real life. But, like, there's some people that really love her and will say that's her character she's just right, right, right i won't take that away from mama rosa i think they're both kind of similar in a way that yeah. they know what role is going to get the attention on them and when the show she was off the show was boring so i think she's okay she's she's okay with people hating her that's just my opinion but yeah in real life if she did that stuff to me i would never rock with her but, but i'm you know, sure, can I up
2: really quickly ask the show because real housewives of atlanta is beginning to get very stale and rightfully so all good things have to come to an end Amarosa would be a great cast addition to that show. Amarosa mm. mm. will get them girls together. Amarosa mm. would be a great cast addition to that show. Bravo people. Bravo people. Y'all need to call Amarosa mindy Gold to get uh, her on that show. She and and tell us how she uh Go ahead, say killed it. Say it. Killed Michael Tim Duncan. She ran him to the grave. She scratched that man down. She ran him to the grave. I know she did. Put her on there and let let, let us figure out what all the hell going on. Praise the Lord. Now she down in Jacksonville, married to the pastor, uh, buying a Prada with them church people money. <laughs>
0: you know, Q, Oh, I'm so torn. I'm so torn because
1: you know uh-oh,
0: what? Uh-oh. It's so hard for me to not tell the truth.
1: Tell the truth. Come on, spit it out. Let's hear it.
0: To, the family reached out to me after uh, after of uh, Michael Clark Duncan, and they had a lot to say about what they thought about who. Uh, about Amarosa. He
2: and ran her- up to the grave. I know she did. Okay, well, let's hear what they say. Audio.
0: All I'm gonna say is this: while you was waiting. Okay, allegedly, while you uh, were out here shopping with this man's car, which you told me to my face, so was not a lie, you may have wanted to get his gravestone engraved with his name and get your priorities together. He was a good friend of mine and a lot of other people, mm. and I, I just felt like the way it was handled was just disgusting. So I'm gonna leave it alone because it's gonna, it's just never gonna go away. So we're gonna just move on, okay? Lady Gaga. All right. Was devastated. You hear about the uh, gunman that shot her dog walker and stole the French uh the two French bulldogs. They shot the the dog walker in the chest using a semi-automatic weapon, fled the scene with the dogs. Uh Lady Gaga's offering a $500,000 reward to anyone who could locate her pets. This sounds like an inside job, right? Or someone that's connected to Lady Gaga's team. But what do you what do y'all think? I mean, I got two dogs.
2: okay, and my Yorkie was 1400 and I got my Morkey off of Craigslist for 600 How much is the damn dogs worth that they running up on some damn body shooting them? And the gag is, any man that's a dog walker is gay, okay? All they had to do was hold the damn gun at the damn man, and he would have gave them the damn dogs, Okay. They didn't have to shoot that damn man. And here's the thing that's bothering me. Lady Gaga, you ain't shit and God ain't in you because you got a $500,000 reward for them damn dogs, but you didn't say a $500,000 reward for justice for who shot this damn man. You see white people, that's why I don't fool up with them. Okay, because they be more concerned about them damn dogs (laughs) than they do about some damn people. With $500,000, that helper could go buy Five hundred more damn dogs. Matter of fact, she can start a whole damn dog breeding situation. She won't. if I was that man. When I get out of his intensive care, I go around her house and cuss her ass out. something nasty. you bitch! You gonna put up five hundred dollars for the dogs, and you ain't never asked the people to call Crime Stoppers one time because they had no shot. Me and I damn near died walking these dogs, and that's another thing. He put his <laughs> life on the line because her lazy ass. Too lazy to walk her own damn dog Say hell with lady gaga and them damn dogs
0: that's all i got to say about it no i'm gonna say this it could if you know that's a white person's problem right there if somebody steals a black person's dog i'm sorry we love our dogs and i hate to generalize y'all gonna drag me for this too but we barely take our dogs to the vet <laughs> what we, we I want to hear. Him- our- I got
2: one in here now. Ain't had no shot in four years. <laughs> I My dog about got rubella, rabies, <laughs> heartworm. <laughs> Yo, the funniest
1: part—the funniest part to me in this story was of the three dogs: the dark dog, the brown dog, or the black dog. That black dog got away. That black dog was like, "I'm out of here!" pew! <laughs> They caught the other two dogs. They were
2: like, they found the black dog running around the neighborhood, hiding. Oh, that was hilarious. So I think we have a little bit of technical difficulties with Claudia. Put that oh, yeah. in the, in the uh, text message, but Al,
1: Al, <laughs> out of curiosity,
2: do you know how much, out of curiosity, do you know how much French dogs, bulldogs cost?
1: Well, I would assume it can't be more than a couple of thousand dollars. It can't be. I mean, what breed costs like eight, nine, ten thousand dollars? No, right? A French Mm -hmm. Bulldog you probably could get for about thirty five hundred dollars.
2: I don't know, but you know what? Let's go to break, and I'm gonna Google it while we do that. Oh, that'd be great, guys! Welcome back to TGIF. We are having a ball. That last (laughs) season was a butt full of jokes. And speaking of butts, Al, you seen K Michelle? Oh, my goodness. Singer K. Michelle has been open about her plastic surgery journey on the surgical process of removing toxic injections from her body. But she recently had a little mishap. I wouldn't even call it a little mishap. I would call it a big mishap. Dancing on Instagram Live. Based on the footage, it like her butt is deflated, butt it it's sagging over. There's no sound here, but you can see something is just not right. Take a look. Look at it, Al, it's like it's all from under her dress. It
1: looked like a a seat cushion slid down. Or <laughs> she like lifted the seat cushion up. But everything else in the picture is beautiful. Like you see her waist is snatched, her hair is beautiful. She's really pretty and just turned to the side. It looked so, like
2: so, it definitely looked like something. So there's two parts to this, right? And she addressed the video on social media, stating that it was extra fast from her healing, right? Mm-hmm. She also went further out to say, y'all are giving me the last Y'all see, for which I don't realize, Black woman healing. And I chose to be transparent to share my story with other women so they don't do the same things that I did. And instead of y'all supporting me, y'all laughing at me. Here's my thing, right? On the surface, on the surface, it's funny. You know, if you don't know the backstory or whatever the case may be, it is funny. Like you is dancing around and a whole 10 pound bag of skin fell from up under your and <laughs> dress. Like and everybody is looking like, what in the entire hell is that? But when you do dig deeper and listen to what you're saying, it is sad. Because this was a woman dealing with, Self-esteem issue in this black market, trying to make herself the perfect image of whatever it is she had in her head. And she almost lost her life. What's your thought?
1: Hey, look, I, you know, I've said this before on the show. I'm a K Michelle fan. I have always kind of liked her wild and crazy loose cannon ways um, I think she's beautiful. I think she can sing. I just feel like as you're going through this process and you're healing, like, the, you, maybe she shouldn't be dancing around on IG Live and, you know, because she's putting herself out there to be criticized and to be made fun of, and especially in this mishap right here. So I don't know. I really like her. I, you know, sorry for the surgery. Sorry for the deformity that it's created on your body and everything. But I got to tell you, it was funny like when she did turn to the side, like, like you see right here, when damn, she turned damn, to the side, damn, it looked like- All it that. Looked like, it looked
2: like something Wait, shifted. It but came the, sad, the sad part about it was you own live, so you have to roll with it. She tried to pick right. it up and tuck it back in. <laughs> do your ass hang low, do it wobble to the ground. Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? Can you throw it over your shoulder like a continental soldier? Do your ass sag low. <laughs> He's going to cuss all us out. so going to curse you out. So We're going to move on. Oh, Adam Short is opening up about the time he briefly dated Britney Spears while working as a backup dancer for the pop star. He claims in his autobiography that he had a thing with the singer while on tour. He says that after they slept together, he heard her crying on the phone with her parents and they said, why are you effing that N-word? He says he wasn't shocked, but felt like Britney may have been using him to piss off her parents. He also says that she was controlled and couldn't go anywhere. Well, it looks like much hasn't changed. Al, do you think he's telling the truth about the case? Um,
1: let me tell you, this is this is very interesting because I have mixed emotions about, about you know this particular person. Um, only because you know he's got he's always had drama he had drama it's on scandal his first wife talked about him threatening her the second wife about threatening her and now he's bringing up this story about Britney i don't know i don't know i just feel like maybe this was something that he decided to bring out because he has a book i honestly don't care if you want my true opinion i i think it it's useless at this
2: point to me so oh. I mean, I definitely agree with you. I, I had a friend in the business that always told me, "Don't tell all your teeth, save some from your for your memoir." Right. And when you get down and out and broke and evicted, like Andre Leon Talley is right now, you got Ooh. to rest on some of that stuff that's in your head. What's um, um, going to get that check? Right. But here's the thing, right? And black people, we got to have an honest conversation with ourselves. Um, I think people can use that word without being racist, because. Let's just face it, I've grown up and sat around the kitchen table at family reunions and different events and heard my people call people to see crackers. You know what I'm saying? Right. I've heard why he had to date that cracker. You know what I'm saying? And so and I don't think they were racist. It's just an epithet that's used sometimes to describe people. Mm-hmm. Um but then I don't, again,
1: I, don't, I, don't I, I still I still wanna lean on like why is he talking about it now? Why is he bringing it up now? Like, this happened years and years and years ago. Why is he just now bringing it up now? Is it because Britney Spears, you know that you're going to be, you get pickup, you know that they're going to get traction to whatever you say about her? So obviously that puts you back in the mouth of people when you're trying to promote this book. Like, what's, what's the motive here? I always kind of figure out in my head, what's the motive of you talking about that? Because it only happened once, right?
0: right? Allegedly,
1: it only happened once. You know, she flew him to Rome pretending that they were going to practice some dance moves. He ended up having sex with her and it never happened again. Like,
2: you know, one thing I found interesting was, um, you know, what I'll tell you about it on commercial, but let's go to commercial. You guys keep it locked and we'll be back with more TGIF. And we are back with TGIF. Well, me and Al are back because Courtney <laughs> got some cheap ass internet. I'm thinking she should have worked a little harder to stay on the Real Housewives of Atlanta, so she could have got an upgrade Right? Because something going on of with my First <laughs> You need to pay
1: your you need to pay your internet bill, baby.
0: First of all, I don't pay the Mexicans to come over here and hook my cable up and give me high speed internet. I paid an extra $300 and 60 a month to get it hooked Didn't up. Work. I'm pissed.
2: I know. You should be. You okay, got to go that phone, baby. Well, speaking of the Housewives of Atlanta, Claudia, take us into this next story.
0: Uh, shit, I have been on, on pause the whole time? I don't know what the next story. Is. You do
2: it. <laughs> Candy versus daughter's father. Y'all know Block. Block Spencer is claiming that the real Housewives star was a side chick. And that she called his wife, which hurt his marriage. During a recent radio interview, he spoke about his strained relationship with Candy and his daughter, who appear on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Al, what do you think about what Block is saying?
1: All right. So y'all know I enjoyed listening to his interview. I couldn't I couldn't completely understand all the subject verb agreement that he had going on in it. But he there wasn't any. (laughs) He basically shared that. Listen, she was a jump off. They were having fun. He was married, um, and she tried to ruin his house when he didn't act right. That's how I interpreted from uh, what oh, I. listened. no, listen. no.
0: That's no. how I interpreted. No, it from no, what no, I baby know. boy. No, 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 no. Um, a, a single woman can't ruin a married man's house. A married man can ruin a married man's house by cheating and being a thought. And then when he gets caught, and he gets hot, and he gets somebody pregnant, so he was going raw dog on his side chick. So if it was a nothing ass relationship, she wouldn't have the power to ruin his relationship. He ruined his relationship. And actually when I saw the interview, I was shocked that this oh, was a guy that, can't, that would even get candy first. Oh, that's a man who can't spell Wednesday. I was like, what the, <laughs> f- what the hell is he even saying?
2: So listen, let me tell you what Block said. Block says, I was tricked to be on that TV show. Yeah, because he did say that. When I was dealing with Candy, I already had a family. Then I had a daughter inside of that. Then, right. when you go behind my back and tell my girl at home you' pregnant, you got to handle that beef yourself. But is, I, block I, I for telling, is block wrong for telling Candy's business and calling her a home wrecker? Yeah, I don't think so. In my he personal opinion, I don't think his so.
0: wife that he was cheating with her. But then he, he mad at her for what he's doing. It now trips doing me it.
2: out. It trips trips me out how street dudes rationalize stuff. You blaming Candy for messing up your marriage. You ain't blaming yourself for sticking your pee somewhere it didn't belong. Well, wait
1: a minute. Right. Didn't she know he was married
2: when that's, she messed him? Regardless of the fact, it's hey, not job I'm, confused. To I'm he's so married.
1: confused about this. If she knew that he was married when she slept with him, if she's gotta knew. take some responsibility.
2: If in if it he it knew ain't all him he, just he was married. People Al, married in the relationship. Shut up. Work out. If he knew he was married, Candy don't owe that lady shit. He didn't she candy ain't take no vows with that lady, he did. You messed your marriage up. Candy mm. didn't mess your marriage up. The day you pulled her panties to the side and slid through was the day you messed your own marriage up. Her telling it, you can't start in the middle. You got to start at the beginning. And the beginning is you step out on your wife, you pull Candy panties to the side, and you slid through.
1: So she has no response. She has no responsibility in messing with a married She's man. She's less
2: believe. culpable than he is. She has wow. no
1: responsibility for messing with a married man.
2: No. I'm confused.
1: You know that lady?
0: I had a friend, right? I had a friend who a guy told her, Oh yeah, I'm married on paper, but I don't even see her anymore. He brought her to the house, removed all traces of the wife because the wife was out of town on a business trip. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this man was telling Candy. Candy don't strike me as a girl that's just gonna like let some let, let herself be second, third, or fourth. I don't think that, from what I know mm-hmm. about her. She, listen, Candy didn't make like you said, uh, Funky. Candy doesn't have just didn't make vows to this lady. Like when people say she knew she was mad messing with a married man. Well, he knows more than anybody. Mm-hmm. He asked this woman to marry him. He put a ring on her finger. He helped pay for the wedding and the reception and the honeymoon. He probably told Candy all kinds of lies that I'm not with her. But no she still more. knew or, that
1: he was married when she was don't know. sleeping.
0: Sorry. You don't know that, but we do know right, that he cheated on his
1: I think there no. is responsibility on both sides of the table. He knew that he was married. When he messed with her, she knew that he she was married. He was married when she slept with him. Come on, there's no you're gonna point a finger and make sure they go in both directions. Al, it's, has
0: anyone lied to you ever in a relationship? I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm
1: sure. I'm sure. And probably gonna lie some more as long as I live in, in and out of a relationship. But I'm not gonna say, oh, you know, that it's their fault because what that don't you don't even make any sense. She knew he was married. He knew he was married, obviously, so this is what it looks like. So and you think
0: it's 50-50, it's equal fault?
1: I mean, I'm saying that it's not one person's issue over another. It's not more his issue over hers. She knew that he was married. She knew when she fooled with him or slept with him that he was
2: married. Come on. Listen, this debate can go round and round. We got to go to break, and when we come back, we got a great relationship topic (laughs) that's Uh going to make the girls gag. Y'all keep it locked. We'll be back with more TGIF.
1: Y'all done pissed me off.
0: Welcome back to TGIF. (laughs) Oh, look at Al, little red face, mad at us because we're picking up candy and not the man who cheated on his actual wife.
2: Why is she calling that man's wife? Cause her husband is cheating on us. And you need (laughs) to know. (laughs) That's just dirty. That's dirty.
0: Al, you like keeping secrets. That's all I'm gonna say about that. But I'm just saying like, come on now, Al. Mm. Look look at you, you can't say shit. Okay, Uh, look, Funky, this story comes from one of your posts. You shared a picture of Kevin uh, Samuel, a YouTuber who constantly criticizes and uh, reads women. Oh, this guy right here is such a clown to me. Uh, He always gives people advice. Uh, about you know to women that, uh, about getting a man and keeping a man let's take a look at one of his videos Al I can't wait to hear what you got
1: <laughs> how much did you weigh the last time you weighed yourself
2: 180 <laughs> as you can tell I'm heavy chested yes. like I'm,
1: but, mm-hmm. I, but man but listen 5'4 mm-hmm. 180 you weigh more than a man
0: <laughs> no Hold on, you guys. Hold on.
2: Oh, my God. I, I, I never saw that
0: one. Okay, Funky. Uh, on your page, you said the theme of the people that call into him is in the trash. This bitch couldn't tell me the time. First of all, what do y'all think about his style? And second, why do women keep calling and asking this man for abuse? He puts them down so
2: look at and it, 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 it. it like <laughs> look in this and i could say it because i'm gay look at this sissy okay <laughs> he, he's sitting his ass listen a sissy like that couldn't tell me the time okay and you know here's the thing right and and the, the reason why i said the women who call into this man's show esteem is in the trash because he has already gone viral time and time again, trashing women. So my question to any woman questioning her love life, her dating, her physical situation, her finance situation, you already know that this man has a chip on his shoulder when it comes to black women and his sole purpose is to humiliate, embarrass and exploit your insecurities, okay? Kevin Samuels could not give me directions to the mailbox. <laughs> okay.
0: Can we put the picture of Kevin? I wanna, there's a similarity here with one of our cast members. The last, look at Kevin and look at L.
2: Kevin, a, Kevin, a sissy, and Al, a sissy. That's why they got oh, on I, the same blouse.
1: You. got your sissy. You got the wrong one now, buddy.
0: <laughs> I copy I'm gonna Al tell you right Al. now. I
1: got your sissy. <laughs> Say it Al, to me in my face. Al,
0: he's got a copy. My name.
1: No, copy. you No, me- you being messy, but it's all like, light skinned ladies look good and cream. First of all, first of all, I look better. I'm smarter and I dress better. So there's no similarities in my mind, but I will share this. I actually enjoy listening to the commentary of this dude. Like it is absolutely hilarious. And the best thing about it is if you have any doubt in your mind, if he's going to tell you exactly like it's supposed to be told, then you are... 'cause he gives it to them exactly like he feels it. So I admire that. I enjoy his commentary.
2: I'm
1: not saying that it's right how he how he, you know, you know, exploits women like that. But from a comedic standpoint, I this find it hilarious. hilarious and funny, and, and I am addicted to it in the sense that I can't wait, <laughs> I can't wait to see what he's gonna say to some of these people when they call it, so.
2: I'm not mad with him.
0: He, he's, right. he's funny, and I think his style is like, like you can't, in this day and age where you can't, if you say something about someone's weight, you're fat shaming, your body shaming. Right, 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 he doesn't give weight. Tongue, like right. you can't say anything, like everything's a ism or a shaming, right? right? So in these times, you, listen, you gonna get that heat. If he was like 10, 20 years ago, he'd probably be huge because people kind of like that.
2: Absolutely. And And here's the thing. Here's the thing that I do respect about Kevin Samuels. A lot of what he is saying is true. And it's the dark underbelly that we are socialized into not speaking about. Because we're supposed to be nice or whatever the case may be. But the realities of the situation is if you're 5'4 and you're 180 pounds, you're fat, (laughs) Okay. And a man that's in the top 3% more than likely is not going to want you because he's rich and has options and he can go get the pretty girls in the two piece bathing suit. But we also learned that truth without compassion is brutality. It's not what you say, it's how you say it.
1: Which is his commentary. So we know, we know what it is and we know what to expect from him. I don't, I don't take it as derogatory. I think what the comments that he make are derogatory, but his content is hilarious. It's I got on a scale content. the
0: other day and it said 167 and half. 167.5.
1: How tall are you?
0: I'm 5'8". So am I like 20 pounds away? 25
2: from being a man. Away? From being a man. <laughs> Y'all, I had a
0: good time tonight. <laughs> God, that's hilarious. Let's tell you something. I had fun, but to those, and this isn't being racist, it was, in fact, the nationality of the guys that came. To those, the Mexican dude that came over here, you played me, man. You told me you gave me the best internet. I, I'm paying an extra $60 a, a month for this bullshit. And it went out like three times. So we have to get this together spectrum. So
1: Mex- I need, I need you to tell me what Mexican, what? I'm confused here.
0: They came, they came and worked on my stuff. Oh, okay. Got it. The cable right. company.
1: The cable company. Okay.
0: Okay. Cable. Anyways, I had a fun time with y'all. I'm sure we're going to be dragged through for the Morosa um, stuff, the Mexican stuff. the, the <laughs> Kevin Like, whatever. We'll, we'll see y'all next Friday. I had a great time with y'all. Uh, Doniva, we coming to Miami the, uh, in a couple of weeks to see you. So we. we, we the
2: stay- 20th. And I'm going to charter the boat, baby. We down. We out. We out.
0: All right. We'll see y'all next time here on TJF. Y'all see y'all. y'all have a good weekend. be safe. Bye. Be good or be bad.